How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer for Tuesday, November the 24th. Uh, I have yet another quick show for you here today. Not a lot to talk about, but there's some fun stuff. Let's jump in. First of all, Square Enix has officially announced a sequel for The World Ends With You. So if you don't know, the first The World Ends With You has been a cult classic ever since it originally released on the Nintendo DS in 2007. That game then had enough of a following to get an enhanced re-release on the Nintendo Switch uh, two years ago. And today they officially announced the sequel, Neo, The World Ends With You, or N-E-O. Now, based on the trailer, they're keeping the comic book aesthetic, but they are moving it to a full 3D environment. And the game is going to retain the iconic area of Shibuya in Tokyo, and it's going to feature both new and established characters. They've currently slated it for a summer 2021 release, and it's coming out on the Nintendo Switch and on the PlayStation 4. So they haven't said anything about PC or next gen, which at that point is going to be current gen, but anyway. So anyway, yeah, that's pretty fun, right? This is the kind of game that's always been on the periphery, and I'm glad it's coming back around. Uh, They've also revealed that the anime adaptation, which they originally announced last July, that's now set to premiere in April of 2021 in Japan, and then they're going to have a Western release at some later date. A group of gaming industry veterans have just begun a new independent company called Yellow Brick Games. And it includes industry legend Mike Laidlaw as the chief creative officer. So if you don't know, Laidlaw spent 14 years at BioWare. He was the creative director of the Dragon Age series. And then he also had a pretty heavy hand in Jade Empire. Uh, Laidlaw is joined by a pretty stacked lineup. The CEO was the founder of a pretty major creative agency in the gaming space. The chief operating officer was a senior producer at both EA and Ubisoft for a combined 13 years. And the game director was a designer at Ubisoft for 10 years. So they've already got that team, plus 15 others, apparently. And I don't know, I thought I would throw this out there, because over the past few years, we've been seeing a lot of these indie studios coming out, forming from these highly experienced people in the industry. And usually we don't hear from them again until their first game pops up three to five years down the line. So hopefully it all works out for this team. I'm looking forward to it. So that's pretty much it in terms of major headlines. We did also get the announcement that the next Tomb Raider game is going to be coming out. Uh, It was basically a tease. However, it's not what you would expect. It's not like the Crystal Dynamics games. Uh, It's just a free-to-play mobile game. And the teaser did actually look pretty interesting. The theming of it reminded me of, like, the original Tomb Raider games. We also had this interesting situation where somebody who worked at Valve uh, was playing Dota 2 and got really upset with one of their teammates, and just gave them, like, a ban, or a penalty of some kind. So then Valve had to come out and say, uh, hey, we're gonna make it so that our employees can't manually uh, penalize people anymore. Which you would think would have been there in the first place, but anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. And, uh, that's about it, I think. Folks, I hope you're doing extremely well. I'd also like to thank Nathan, from Australia, and Jot, or J-O-T, who left a really kind review Uh, Both of you, thank you for leaving five-star reviews. That's going to do it for today. Back with the news tomorrow, as much as there is. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, hey, TGO After Show. Um, I'm going to expand on this Dota 2 thing in the After Show. It's better suited for the After Show, I think. So this guy is playing Dota 2, right? And essentially, he proposes an idea to his teammates which was a strategic idea. What do you guys think about doing this? Or, hey, let's try doing some something like this. 
And uh, all of a sudden, he finds himself bickering with somebody in the game about this strategy. And that person fights back and says, Don't you know who you're talking to? I'm a Steam employee. That's according to the person who got penalized. And then uh, this this person ends up posting on Reddit and saying, uh, I actually was playing with a Steam employee. And all of a sudden, I have this temporary matchmaking penalty because he disagreed with my idea. What's going on here? And eventually, the guy who actually did it, the Valve employee, he responded to this Reddit post, and he said very formally, you know, the team has looked into this case. They very clearly did not deserve the ban. We had this as an informal policy, but obviously that doesn't work anymore. My sincerest apologies. And I don't know, I guess in this day and age, I'm just amazed that some employee at a company that makes a video game is like, don't you know who I am? You know that has to backfire at some point, right? And it's not even because the person was being toxic. If the chat log had said, you know, really bad words or something like that, then it's probably justified. And obviously you don't know what the conversation was. Maybe they were, but the way that that the, the person responded to this seemed very, you know, hey, we screwed up here. And this idea just being, hey, what do you think of doing this? And then you get penalized for it. It's wild. Anyway. I, I would love to have that power one day, wouldn't you? It's the modern-day equivalent of my uncle works at Nintendo. Go and make a game yourself that gets wildly popular and has multiplayer. And then you go in, and anybody who makes you mad, just get rid of them. <laughs> they might be a paying customer. Screw them. They have bad ideas. Man, oh man. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow. And until then, farewell. Farewell.